Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in in free bets if your team wins. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter, who almost did not attend this show in protest because of the YouTube thumbnail we have today. Woefully bad? Woefully bad. A play on woefully. Philly. But it's woefully, which is offensive to my culture. I don't... uh, uh, I'm not offensive to your culture. Which is... I don't say, oh, potatoes are stupid. I don't know. Whatever Irish nonsense. (laughs) Oh, you you think I identify more as an Irish person than someone from New Jersey, maybe? Oh, I don't know. Or a runner? It's interesting. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. I don't have a shamrock tattoo. Did you know yet. that someone Maybe. at our company does not eat potatoes? No, I did miss that in the in the Slack chat. That is weird for oh. someone who does not like to eat papas. Yes, it was. It what didn't happen in the Slack chat. It happened in person at the game watches last night. Okay, now I'm triggered. Maybe I don't want to know who this person is. You'll never look at him the same way again. Him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't. I, I think I know who, it is. who do you think it is? Riley. No. He's like, I know who it is. How would anyone know what if someone does or doesn't like? <laughs> if they've had that interaction potatoes, before, they have a face of a murderer. <laughs> Just putting that out there. On that note, Riley, I think you'll murder like ten people in the next. Oh my god! Years or so. Anyway, we have Yaya back with us. Yeah, clearly <laughs> that uh, disembodied voice that you're hearing talking uh, all kinds of craziness. Welcome back, you here. Uh, I'm pale, by the way, Riley. Just in case anybody's listening. <laughs> Look, we've got postseason games to talk about. We'll break that down. Uh, we've got some Rockies news and notes. We're going to have some fun, play some games. But mm-hmm. uh, your Philly is definitely coming out. Now, obviously, we had a job to do during the season, so we're focused on the Rockies, and that's all good. And yes. we, want, we want to see them do do well, obviously. Of course. Um, but you've got the background in Philly, and, and, and I like that you're embracing this Philliness and saying – you know, I want the Phillies to win. I want them of course I to do. go far. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I've become a nightmare every day into the postseason. Just more of a nightmare. And it was so funny. So yesterday, I was sitting on my couch, and the Phillies had a 4-0 lead. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, the Phillies are winning. They've already won game one. It's a beautiful day out. Taylor Swift's coming out with a new album this week. I'm like, I think this might be peak Sue's right now in this moment. And then the Phillies blew the lead so then i was like okay i wish i was never born it's it's funny you mentioned that about like how things are are turning up Susie. all all things all things Susie are are working out for you because uh put this out there on twitter and and sort of people are kind of their minds are blown talking about this weird alternate reality that we live in that is reality oh the colorado rockies have won more games in the month of october than all three Denver sports teams right now in this month. Mm. Let that sink in. That's crazy. It's also not even like April or May. You go October. That's like the playoff month too on top of that. And yet they won three games against the Dodgers at the beginning of the month. Filed that little fact away. What Broncos are 0-3. Nuggets, you know, they lost last night. Okay, so they've only had one game. Mm -hmm. I think the Az have only had three regular season games. They've won one of the three. Uh, the, two and two. Oh, all right, that's two. right. They've okay. got two. Thank so they're, you. they're 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 the ones doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Rockies three, all of the others. Hey, wait, let's go ahead and add Rapids in there. Up, oh, still at two. Still at two. Dude, I don't think the Rapids played. I'm so off. I 
They may have had. I don't think they played game. in October. <laughs> they may have had a game. Yeah. So so th- lump them in. Why not? That's the world that we're living in right now, which is just it's just strange. That is so weird. I like that someone replied to your tweet and was like, "Oh, what a flex!" I'm like, "That's not a flex." <laughs> it's like everyone's suffering. <laughs> we're down bad right now. There's yeah, every- nothing good about this. Yeah, I, I'm putting it in this. perspective. I'm not like, "Aha, take that!" Like the Rockies play three thousand games like every six months, and they have an advantage. <laughs> They're always going to be quantitatively. I don't know if you've checked, but I, I think the Rockies may have won more games in their season than. You know, combined a, a lot of teams that are that are in town. Yeah, it's like the go back and and even when the 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 Rockies and their average win total, probably over the course of their franchise is probably about seventy five, mm-hmm. seventy five. Okay. Well, just put that in perspective right there. The Nuggets, if they win thirty games on average, like that's a pretty good season for them. Obviously, right now they're they're going well beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got. You know, the Avs, they've been a lot better. So they're probably going to win, you know, maybe closer to 40 games. And the Broncos, even a good season of, of 11 wins, is not actually contributing very much. So yeah, um, <laughs> it just, just kind of puts things in perspective. The Rockies definitely have an unfair advantage in that way when you play 162. 162. But they only played five games in October. And they won three. And they won three of them. More than everybody else combined. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's weird. What's not weird is the Houston Astros owning the New York Yankees. Yes. That, that's just a strange fact. No one in my lifetime or any team has ever really owned the Yankees, I think, you know, for a, for a prolonged period of time. The Royals in the, the early 80s, you know, gave the Yankees a run for their money. But uh, the Astros right now, you know, own the Yankees. This is their third time playing in the last six years. Uh, Astros knocked them out uh, of the playoffs. Or rather, it's their third time in the last six years in the ALCS. But you go back to 2015, Astros knocked the uh, the Yankees out uh, in the wild card there in, in 2015. Mm-hmm. So um, also interesting, too, before this game, I realized the Astros had played three games, mm-hmm. all against the, the Mariners, right? They, they swept them there. Yeah. Um, three games in 13 days. Wow. That's wild, right? That is, that's... That's not how it's supposed to happen. <laughs> no, no, uh, definitely not. But let's let's actually talk about the game. Justin Verlander was really the the story here in the early going. Uh, pitch count was up really high, but another one of those dominant performances where, if you had any doubts about him being a first ballot Hall of Famer, now the question is almost all right. How high into the 90s is his vote total going to be? Because this is so impressive, especially considering he's coming off Tommy John surgery. And he's also what? a million years old. He's very old. He's ancient. Yes. Anytime he has to go out in public uh, with with his beautiful supermodel wife, <laughs> he's got to deal with that. So it's like he's he's always competing no matter where he goes because there's going to be guys just trying to steal your gal. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love Kate Upton. Yeah. <laughs> love her. Um, the strikeout differential last night was insane. Oh, yes. Talk about that. Yeah. Please. So the Yankees struck out 17 times. The Astros struck out twice. Wow. Twice. Yes. They're, they're putting the ball in play. 11 of those uh, 17 by the Yankees uh, were, were credited to Justin Verlander in mm-hmm. a six innings pitch and only gave up three hits. One run. Uh, and that was a solo home run to the Yankee legend Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader <laughs> is an absolute 
boss. He now has four home runs, and somehow he was he's been able to manage all this with plantar fasciitis. Oh, wow. Interesting. You know, I bet he's wearing proper footwear. I bet he's doing that. He's not wearing slides. I bet he's not wearing slides in the locker room. That's for sure. Or maybe converting slides into cleats. Like, you know, how players like to kind of, you know, take a pair of Jordans and they'll get cleats put on the bottom. Clint Frazier is is a guy who does that for, for comfort, right? Imagine wearing a basketball shoe, but it's just, it's cleated underneath that, that might work. A slide with cleats underneath. That sounds dangerous. Does sound dangerous. That sounds really dangerous. Uh, Harrison Bader not doing that. On the flip side, uh, (laughs) for the Yankees, the starting pitcher, as you pointed out, uh, they didn't strike out many Astros, but Jamison Tyon gives Yankees, you know, a little bit of length, uh, despite, you know, being somewhat off, right? He he, uh, lasts until the fifth inning, four hits, one run, three walks, no Ks. But again... You know, he he obviously kept them in in the game. I, I was curious uh, in Yankees history, a guy who's had no strikeouts, three walks, and was not tagged with the loss. Think about that. You hear that line, you go, oh. "Well, he'll, he'll probably you know gave up maybe a couple runs, and that might be enough in the postseason." No, didn't didn't get charged with the loss at all because when he came out, the the game was tied one one. Who did get charged with the loss? I'm not sure. Uh, Clark, Schmidt. Oh, okay. Schmidt, okay. um, who, who uh, Clark Schmidt. It would have been Clark Schmidt who came in uh, just after that. So uh, bottom of the second, though, uh, was a was two-out rally for uh, Houston. Ches McCormick single. Uh, Martin Maldonado uh, with the uh, the RBI double there. Ties it up 1-1. And then uh, Houston goes ahead, extends their lead in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Yuli Gurriel homers as well as this guy, Chaz McCormick. Now... We love our names here, yes. and so we'll do a quick little pop, Suze, here. Oh. Chaz McCormick, Susie, and, and you here. We'll go ahead and, and get your feedback, too. What is Chaz McCormick's full name? Is it Charles Cobb McKenzie, Chester James McKenzie, Chasper John <laughs> McKenzie? Okay, we're laughing at that one. That's You better hope that's not Chester. his real name. Uh, or Chaz Kane McCormick. Susie, would you like to go first or would you like to pass and make... I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to say it's Charles Cobb McCormick. Okay. Because so that, going... that sounds like a good name. <laughs> That's, that would be the same first and middle name of Charlie Blackman. So that is very curious. <laughs> Charles Cobb so McCormick, you hear? What are your thoughts? You better not be looking it up right now. I swear to I God. I am not. What's the last All option right. you gave me? You got Charles Cobb. Chester James, Chasper John, or Chaz Kane? I'm going to go with Chaz Kane because of uh, Kenny McCormick from South Park. There's a K in there. It just sounds right. It sounds right, says you here. So you think you might have been named after a South Park character? Uh, I think South Park took inspiration from something. His- also, I just love South Park. So anything that reminds me of South Park, I'm all for. Is there anything more annoying than when someone has the worst reason why they choose something and it ends up being right. Yeah, like, that's not fair. You shouldn't get credit for that. You get credit for that, you hear. Oh, it is Chaz Kane. That's in Chaz Kane. So it is just Chaz. It's not shortened for anything. That is very interesting. Weird, right? I... It was just the K and Kane made me think of Kenny. So I'm like, Kenny McCormick, Kane McCormick. And, and Kane as a middle name is <laughs> is just curious as well. Yeah. Chaz Kane McCormick. I was hoping he was named after Charlie Blackman. I think we all were. I think we all were. Is this more of a common combination of names (laughs) that we know of? Charles Cobb, 
That would be great. That would be great. Uh, Jeremy Pena uh, with the solo home run in the bottom of the seventh. This young man getting to celebrate. He has to look. He has to jump up just to be the same height <laughs> of uh, the human giant Jordan Alvarez. How so tall is Jeremy Pena? He's fantastic. Let's I'm find not out. Sure. What did Dusty Baker say? I think Dusty Baker said he might be the first um, Latin American ball player to ever play baseball at the University of Maine. <laughs> uh, which is very curious, uh, which I, I, I didn't I did not know was a thing. So that's pretty impressive if true. Do you guys want to guess how tall he is? I have the answer right here. Jeremy Pena? Yeah. Um, I saw him uh, last fall in the Arizona Fall League working on ground balls. And he, he did strike me as being a shorter guy, probably a Garrett Hampson-esque 5'10". I think he's taller than that. I'm going to say 5'11 and a half. Susie's a lot closer. It's six feet, according to Google. Oh, okay. According I, to Google. So 5'10". He could be. <laughs> if it was on Hinge, he'd be 5'9". Yes. If it was real and if it was accurate, he'd probably be closer to like, holds out to a 5'6". Yeah. <laughs> could be. Yeah. Yeah. Rizzo homers in the top of the eighth. Uh, and that's it. 4-2. Astros take game one. Game two tonight. 5-37 on TV, TBS. Luis Severino versus Framber Valdez. And the roof will be open. Ooh, I love so. I've I've always won I love when the roof is open in general at any enclosed ballpark. Yes. And yes. I'm sad I didn't get to see that when I went to Houston last year. It was raining the whole time I was in Houston. It was terrible weather. Yeah, I've I went to a Miller Park twice in back to back years. Mm-hmm. And First year was open, the next year was closed. So I kind of got the best of both worlds. I really like Miller Park. I, you I know what? It's... I only like it with the, the roof open. Okay. And I got one day with it closed and one day with it open. You too. In the same weekend. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Not to one-up you, but... No, no, no. That's great. That's that's awesome. No, you didn't one-up. You, you, you one-one'd me. I won. We're tied. We're tied. No, mine's wise. better because it's it was in one weekend. <laughs> Whereas I had to... Drive all the way back the next year. I had to wait. But the anticipation was way better. So. Was it? <laughs> uh, I, I, I do like that. Game two of the NLCS. Sorry, Susie. Uh, we do have to get there. We do have to discuss it, how it all went down, as you kind of mentioned there. But um, we should first mention the DNVR bar. We're back and open for business, if unless you're sleeping uh, under a rock. Yeah. Um, and if you're sleeping under a rock, you're sleeping also in a, in a hole as well. Hmm. So I don't know what's worse, to sleep under a rock or in a hole. Under a rock. That sounds painful. Yeah. Hole could be comfortable. Yeah. Unless the hole is smaller than the rock, then the rock is really just sitting on the ground, and so you don't have that weight of the rock on top of you. But anyway, you know the saying? DNVR bar. Oh, yeah. What about it? Oh, thanks for bringing it <laughs> it's, up. It's open. You know, I was at I was at the bar last night for Nuggets and Avs. Yeah. And a little bit of Yankees. Um, it was packed. It, it was, was packed. packed it was packed. It was so much fun. Um, uh, of course, the outcomes of the games were not very fun, but for a while, it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be a member, by the way, to come down to the bar, especially if you want to check it out. Not a problem. But if you are a member, you get 15% off your total uh, on, on, your, on your tab. You get price breaks uh, at the Broncos tailgates. I uh, got another one coming up here. Uh, I think this weekend, uh, Nuggets Party Bus going down. You get price breaks on that at dnvrlocker.com. You can get a free shirt if you have an annual membership. But if you're looking to just kind of get a taste and see what's what, only 50 cents for your first month at the dnvr.com. We've uh, we've also partnered with Evoca TV. Yes. E-V-O-C-A.tv slash dnvr yes that's and it that's the address you go where uh not only are you going to get 
uh, great price, $25 a month, $5 uh, for the receiver. Even better than that, you'll get $10 off that for your first three months. But that's where you can go to watch the fantastic Serbia documentary. We are now a week away, exactly a week, next Thursday. This is going to be out in a week? Is when it premieres, yes. Wow. You oh, my get, gosh. I can't wait. I'm so excited to see it. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I know. We haven't gotten any kind of exclusives just yet. I know. I keep trying to look over RG's shoulder. And it is smacks he still, me away. Is he still editing it? I hope not. No, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's all been ready. It's like an hour and a half. It's fantastic. It goes through, you know, the DNVR Nuggets journey all through Serbia, hearing all these stories about, you know, when Jokic was still an amateur and and all these different tournaments and and how there was a legend for him even before he went to the NBA. And so wow. now um, he's not just a, a Serbian legend, but he's a, he's a Denver legend. He's the NBA legend, back-to-back mm-hmm. MVPs. Uh, so you're going to get all of that on Ivaka TV, ivaka.tv slash DNVR. And uh, when you're watching that, uh, or if you're down here at the bar, make sure you pair whatever you're eating with a Breck brew, especially yes. uh, the hometown craft beer of the Denver Broncos, the Broncos country pale ale. It's got the Orange Crush logo on, 100% Colorado ingredients. You mean this one? It's the go-to. Yeah, cr- Crack it open. Let's get. Let's see what. <laughs> too early. It's it might too, be. And it's also room temperature. <laughs> yes, but some people like that though. I think. And also, if you're at the DNVR bar, you can see our ketchup bottle next to the beer back here, and you can get that ketchup as well. Oh my gosh! At the DNVR bar, whenever you're available. Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Ketchup and Breck Brew? I don't know if they have a ketchup locator on breckbrew.com, but they do have a beer locator, <laughs> so you know, and, and uh, you can save yourself some time. So you don't have to drive around all the different shops. Uh, it, it's obviously in most King Supers, Costco, mm-hmm. Safeway. I was crying uh, into my Breck Brew last night. Yeah, that was a disappointing loss. A little bit lopsided as well. Yeah. Uh, talking about the Nuggets, but uh, also... I was talking about the Phillies, but mm, also it didn't get better after that. That too. <laughs> Padres win it 8-5 in game two. Now, the first pitch, Susie, let's let's see if you can kind of maybe cheer yourself up, and, I, and I've got a theory. Um, first pitch for the Padres in game one on uh, Tuesday night, they had the, uh, the entire starting outfield for the Padres going back to the 1998 World Series. Mm-hmm. So you had Greg Vaughn, Steve Finley, former Rocky, and Tony Gwynn's son, Tony Gwynn Jr., throwing out the first pitch. So that's a cool way of, again— pumping up that crowd for the Phillies. Can you, can you top that? Like what's a, what's a good first pitch? Cause I, I've got a theory. If you just want to match that, if you want to uh-huh. save the big guns, cause I think you can top top it. Maybe it's not that hard, but the Phillies could go uh, with their game five of the 2008 world series and Pat Burrell, Shane Victorino and mm-hmm. Jason worth. Although I don't know if Jason Worth is still kind of on the outs with the Phillies after he signed that big deal with the Washington Nationals. Mm-hmm. But you could have those three guys. Can you best that? Who would you like to see come out I mean, that would amp the crowd there that's at a Citizen good one. Park? Shane Victorino threw out the first pitch at the you know most recent playoff yes. game that's right. in Philly. That's right. Um I mean, are you going to go back to the well and have like Rob McElhaney come out from, or have the entire cast of It's Always Sunny? Actually, that would be awesome. That would be great. I mean, you could just go that traditional. That was like peak Philly, I feel like, when the Phillies were doing well and Always Sunny was, you know, pretty new and like mm-hmm. everyone just realized it was like the funniest show ever and like they were collabing. That was such a great time in my life. All right, so you would take that. Any, anything else that, that, hey, you know what? Maybe it's not better, but you'd want to see it. If you're a Phillies fan... You want to see so and so throwing out the first pitch? Hmm. That could possibly. I mean, Taylor Swift would be good because she is a Philly area native. 
She is? Yeah, she's from Reading. She has sung the national anthem at Phillies games before. I did not know that. Yeah. Does she, does she identify as like a, a Philadelphian? She, when she was on tour, one of her tours, huh. uh, she had a concert at the Link and she wore an Eagles jersey. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So she's still... She's still Philly proud. That could work. I could yeah. work. I mean, obviously, uh, it, would, it could work. It would be the best thing to ever happen. <laughs> Michael Jack Schmidt, you know, obviously is is my you, former you neighbor. Hall of Famer. What about if you uh, pay an homage to the 1980 World Series Phillies winning team? Uh, unfortunately, Tug McGraw no longer with us, mm. but his son Tim McGraw throwing out the first pitch. Ooh, that that could work too. And Taylor Swift catches the first pitch because she has a song called Tim McGraw. Yes, <laughs> I, I I did know that. Um, I did. I, I did look up lyrics. I was going to just do nothing but Taylor Swift uh, song titles all throughout this episode and see how quick Susie would be able to figure it out. Talk about the bad blood between the Yankees and Astros. Uh, but I, I, uh, I did not invest that much time in the end. Ooh. Yeah, Chase Utley, uh, you could do that. You go Iverson, maybe a Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb kind of thing. Oh, Donovan I, I McNabb would be great. Actually, that would be yeah. that Jalen would be Hurts. really exciting. Jalen, Jalen Hurts. Hurts, that definitely would work because uh, the Phillies might need a little bit of that right now because they don't have the momentum with the loss. Um, we'll we'll start where you're the, not allowed to times. say the the M word this early in the show. The M word, <laughs> momentum. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> you're right. I'm not. Um, uh, but it was a momentous uh, second inning for the Phillies. Blake Snell just did not have it there. Uh, you can see the frustration on his face here. Uh, just a little bit. You had three straight singles, the Matt Veerling double, and an Edmundo Sosa singles. Uh, it goes and it puts Philly up for nothing. And at that point, the uh, the Phils had the M. They they had the big M. <laughs> the big M. <laughs> they had uh, B M E. Big M energy. Big you know what I'm saying? You, you could say it. I can't. <laughs> San Diego gets back two in the bottom of the second with back-to-back Jimmy Jacks that from was, Brandon Drury and Josh Bell. That was so upsetting on back-to-back pitches. I hated that. Yes, that's that's a good point is that the, the Bell home run came on the exact next pitch. Uh, I think the Padres had like three different uh, occasions in which they've had back-to-back homers, but that was only the second time. Uh, that it was on consecutive pitches. Tony Gwynn, Greg Vaughn in that 1998 mm. World Series um, game one against the Yankees. Talk about a great start there. You go, you got David Wells on the hill for the Yankees, <laughs> and you're like, wow, we were up 2-0 real early. No, uh, they, 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 they got their butts handed to them uh, back in 98. But then in the fifth inning is really where it all went down. You had Hassan Kim singling, and... Uh, I was still like blown away. I thought maybe I had missed something because uh, Austin Nola singles against his brother. Mm-hmm. So he got the uh, the upper hand there on that. And Kim scored on that. He was on first base. He scored from first base on a single. Yeah, that got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. No, he obviously was on second base because it wasn't that deep of, you know, the outfield in San Diego is no, not that big. No, he was, I saw him running. He was like putting his whole soul into He's running. He's fast. He, well, he was on, so... he was stealing, he was going on the pitch. Yeah. So basically by the time the ball was hit, he was already at second base. And you're right, he was just, he took off like a bat out of hell. No throw, you know, coming yeah. in from that. So that's a, a definite rarity. Scoring Dude was running for his life. Yeah, that was impressive. It was Uh, very impressive. uh, The Nola's pops, AJ Nola said. He was stressed. He said it was the best and worst inning of his life. (laughs) 
And that makes sense. He looks stressed, but someone put out a really funny tweet about, you know, the father being so supportive of his sons wearing, uh, this time he had the Padres, he had the Austin Nola jersey underneath. Yes. His son starting. He did the Aaron Nola Phillies on the outside. Yeah. And then right next to him was his wife, mother of Austin and Aaron Nola, not wearing any baseball gear whatsoever. So it was like, yeah. I'm not going to support either of my sons. It was the father supporting both of them simultaneously. Yes. It's very funny. You know, yeah, I, you know, I respect a woman who goes neutral. Um, it was so funny. So I was watching the game. My roommate was like, why are they talking to his mom? And I was like, have we ever talked to the Nola's mom? <laughs> That's true. I mean, she, she might she shy might not, away. She might, not want, she might not feel like talking. She might not have had the media training that AJ Nola has had. I don't he's, know. He's, I feel like he's, he did the same interview like seven different times yesterday leading into that game. It will happen again if they go to the World Series for sure. Because oh, oh, you haven't told that story to Ken Rosenthal. Oh, yeah. you haven't told that story to Bob Costas. So yeah. it, it will most definitely happen again. But no matter what, one of their kids is going to the World Series. And that is crazy to think about. That is true. They must be so proud no Guaranteed. matter what. It's guaranteed. Uh, Jerickson Profar also also in the fifth there. Uh, he singled. And then Juan Soto doubles to make it 4-4. This guy starting to get hot. We might have to make that the tiebreaker. How many extra base hits if, if we happen to tie oh. uh, with our home runs? Because we were tied 1-1 going into this game uh, with uh, a home run from my guy Bryce Harper, your guy Kyle the Powder Keg Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's home run was like... Historic. Yeah. New nickname <laughs> alert. He's his nickname needs to be the Powder Keg. Uh, Brad Hand uh, comes in for Aranola with two outs. Doesn't get an out. He plunks Jake Cronenworth. Uh, Drury and Bell both have an RBI single. So those two guys, they've been quiet all series long going mm-hmm. into this. They were four for thirty-eight. Uh, in the postseason, now those guys are starting to heat up. So that could be very pl- problematic uh, for the Phillies. So uh, Padres bat around, pandemonium in San Diego. And uh, and that was that was pretty much it. The game was over, except there was a game within the game at that point. Manny Machado, homers for my team, Team Patrick. <laughs> 2-1 lead, but Mr. Uh, Peanut Butter Cup yes, got the job done. Reese's PCs, Reese Hoskins. <laughs> homered for me so i appreciated that i do like that nickname I, I, the human peanut butter cup or mr peanut butter cup i've been calling him reese's pieces yeah mr pieces mr pieces okay mr pieces i started calling him that during the home run Reese's. Derby. his name is reese so there we go it does rhyme no, no no okay so there's like a thing there's like a debate where like apparently a lot of people call the candy so there's a you know the the candy from reese's yeah but I call them Reese's. And for the pieces, I call them pieces because it rhymes. And pieces is also not a word. So that's fine. I mean, have fun with it. They I are am delicious. having fun. They it's are also delicious. very on brand because of the zodiac sign. Pieces, Pisces. You Do you think I'm a Pisces? No, but it's very on brand that you're like zodiac <laughs> oriented. So that's how, how you say it. She's, shoehorn- you? she's shoehorning in like... Uh, astrology into her candy yes i kind of like that consistency at least mercury isn't in gatorade which is really good it's not in gatorade <laughs> Our, here's bringing his a material he's, he's been he hasn't been on the show wait, for a while he's wait. got a whole notebook thing going on everyone stop what you're saying important information reese's pieces reese hoskins is a pisces reese's what? pisces <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. This is the best day of my life. Wow. Reese's Pisces. 
Reese's Pieces the Pisces. So now we have to pronounce his name as Rice. Rice's, Rice's Pisces. Pisces. He's Reese's Pieces. Rice's Rice, Pieces. Rice Hoskins. Um, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that derailment. That was fun. Um, Josh Hader, though. Can we talk about Josh Hader? Dominant in his save. The dude's back. He was kind of a little bit off kilter. I think. I think there was. Um, a newborn child, perhaps, or his child, I think, was sick for a little while. So oh. I think that maybe it took some of his attention away. But uh, absolutely dominant, uh, 13 pitches, strikes out all three. He's actually struck out eight consecutive hitters this postseason That's against the best teams in baseball. That's that insane. That is a first. No one has ever done that. He's never topped 100 miles an hour until this postseason. He threw 100 miles an hour for one pitch on Wednesday. He's He's ascending right now. Oh my to another goodness. level. That is yeah. that is crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh Drury and Bell heating up Bryce Harper. He has just been hot this entire postseason. Mm-hmm. Four for nineteen. Had two more hits, a double, thirteen ninety slugging percentage, or on base percentage, excuse me. No. OPS. I yeah, I forgot to P them. <laughs> I forgot to P the O and the S. OPS. On base plus slugging. Thirteen ninety. Fantastic. Game three on Friday. So we only have one game today. That'll be uh, on Fox Sports 1, Joe Musgrove versus Ranger Suarez. Tied 1-1. And uh, teams who have split in this format that have gone into it as the home team have won 55% of the games. So that slightly favors San Diego. But the bottom line is the winner of Game 3 wins the series 69% of the time. Nice. Will it be if the Padres win Game 3? No. It will not be. Uh, so, yes. So, it's, it's on the line here in game three uh, in this scenario. I'm going to be stressed out. Yes. Sure. Yes. Well, but look, uh, you got to make sure that you are fully hydrated and you got to make sure you've got all of your vitamins and adaptogens. And so... You will, you will reduce that kind of stress with Athletic Greens. Uh, if you go over to athleticgreens.com slash ROC, uh, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Very important now because you're not going outside maybe as much with the colder temperatures, so you're not getting your vitamin D from the sun. Incidentally, mm-hmm. I think we only – it's it's not a very efficient way of getting our sun. I, I, no, uh, it's not. You I know what? Do you, do you have that. a more efficient way for us to get vitamin D? I mean – just uh, athletic greens? Yeah. Yes. That sounds I mean, good. That's it. Yes, probably because you get 75 in one scoop. You get 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, minerals, and adaptogens. You hear Kale is all about the adaptogens, henceforth his longstanding nickname, Adaptogen Sorbo. How about <laughs> you? What is your favorite element of that that single scoop? Is it the whole, whole food source, superfoods? Is it the probiotics? Is it the minerals or is it the vitamins? Are you a real vitamin Vasquez kind of guy? You strike me as a vitamins Vasquez guy. I'm a uh, probiotics kind of guy. A probiotics. There's nothing better than a healthy digestive system. You want want a healthy gut. Listen, it all starts with a healthy gut. For the bit, though, you will be vitamins Vasquez because I like alliterations. (laughs) A little Uh, BV, a little vitamin Why did you ask? Yes. (laughs) I get no choice here. I painted myself into into a corner. I, I was not expecting him to go... Uh, away from the easy alliteration there, but it makes it so easy. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash ROC, the first three letters of Rockies, to take over uh, ownership of your health 
and get your day started the right way. You also get five free travel packs. That's uh, clutch. Which is fantastic, especially if you're uh, if you got to drive outside of the Denver area to go to one of the many uh, awesome golf courses around, or if you're just hey, you're going out to Arizona, you're going to TPC Scottsdale, if you're going out to golf, whatever it may be. Make sure you're representing Colorado with some pins and aces. It's the official yes. golf apparel of DNVR. Family-owned, Colorado-owned. It's fantastic. Polos, hats, golf bags. Uh, and they make some pretty cool blazers. Uh, and they've got, a, they've got a couple different types of beer sleeves uh, as well. I think you even have like a seltzer sleeve. So I love a seltzer sleeve. You know, your seltzer's a little bit smaller in diameter. You don't want it rattling yeah. around. They've got seltzer sleeves too. They've got all the solutions for you over at pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get that free shipping from Pins and Aces. Very Susie, cool we've got um, some new logos in uh, in the Rockies affiliation world. We talked about it last week uh, and maybe the week prior, the Marvel's Defenders of the Diamonds. Yes. We've got two new ones that have dropped, Spokane and Fresno. Fresno Grizzlies, okay, we got the little bear there. All right, that's that's he fine. Looks, he looks scary. It's okay, yeah, I would agree. Got the nails out. And then Spokane going a slightly different route it's, with like a shield. It's a shield. shield. It's a shield with the Spokane S smack dab in the middle. Hmm. That's okay. That's pretty good. Fine. Uh, we've got some other ones. We've got some. Uh, one is just the Delmarva Shorebirds. Uh, I don't know if you could find that one quickly there. Uh, this one, this one just looks great. I, I might oh legit want to get one of those as a bird man myself. You're a I'm bird a, guy. I'm a birder. I'm a bird guy. I do like this logo a lot. And now all the rest are a bunch of kind of hunky dudes, a bunch of beefy boys. <laughs> you might have to you know scale these on a game of one to ten. Would you? So I don't know if this is a new game. I just can't. Would you, Susie? The Las Vegas Aviators. Why is it a duck? What I, I don't... what? Would you? What I what? Go uh, go on a date. Yeah, go on a date. No. Would you? It's a... now, here. Here's it what looks puts like... you up the most that he looks like Tom Cruise or is that, that, that it's a duck? Oh, look, that Tom it's Cruise. a duck is okay. like the big thing. The only... here, here's the word association I come up with. You've got Howard Hughes, or rather, you got. It looks like Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. Howard Hughes, Howard Hughes is was uh, from the Las Vegas area, and that's what the Aviators was an homage to hmm. aviation. So maybe I don't know. Okay, so you would not. Uh, who's up next? If, would you date Sugarland Space Cowboys? That's a hunky looking dude. Doesn't is he have a, a face. Is he a dude? I think I, he's a robot. <laughs> Well, I don't... That's a great question. Is that more of a robotic guy? Well, he's a space cowboy, so he's an astronaut. Is he an astronaut or is he like a robot? But the helmet is the exact size of a human head, which means this person has a very small Beetlejuice-type sized head. (laughs) Or is it robotic? Great question. I don't know. But are you also slandering and you wouldn't date a robot? I don't think so. Are you... You're a robotist? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, does it help that uh, his to- uh, he can fly and take you to the moon, but his toxic trait is that he can't go to sleep? I don't, I'm afraid of heights, so I don't want any of this. So this is all toxic. <laughs> this is all toxic. You would have to, to hold your breath uh, when you went to outer space. Yeah, that's not going to be a relationship that works out. All right, what about the, what about the next oh one here? Oh, my God. Uh, the Montgomery Biscuits. I don't. What is this? Is that an aardvark? Yes, that, uh, that's what I'm thinking it is, right? Looks it, like it. It looks to it, me. An aardvark holding a biscuit. Why? Why? I don't know. What? 
I, I just I just drew a blank. Arthur. This is a basically a beefed up a beefy Arthur, Arthur with a he's biscuit hunky, in his hand. And he's got a biscuit, so maybe he can bake. That's a good quality. I think I would. Uh, <laughs> I'm going yes on this one. I'm going yes on this one. Uh, next one up is going to be. Look at this honk, man. Oh. Fort Wayne. T- this is basically what? a hunky Johnny Appleseed. What? It, where does Fort Wayne? Who it, do they think they are making such a beefy mascot? That's not bad. It's basically a hunky Johnny Appleseed, right? Because oh, it's, it's, it's the tin caps. That's yeah. what it's. Uh, and he's got. Maybe he can cook. Then again, you know, you're trying to you're trying to make a meal. You're trying to braise some pork, and you're like, ah, oh, we're out of we're we're out of the right pot or pan. Johnny, and he's wearing it on his head because that's his gimmick. Ugh. That's not going to work. No, that's annoying. I'm, I'm interested, though. And I think this might be the last one. The Eugene Emeralds, <laughs> basically a big, gigantic, green Bigfoot. Is he a, yeah, he's a Sasquatch, a Bigfoot? Yeah, I think, I think they're, yeah, they, they embrace the Sasquatchness of, up there in the Pacific Northwest. So that's pretty good. Now, the last one here is very problematic. I'm not even going to ask, would you? Because. <laughs> It's just problematic, and you may have to answer for this because this is a Phillies affiliate. The Lehigh Valley Iron Pig, Susie, can you tell me what is so glaringly wrong and offensive about this Iron Pig? So it appears that the pig is about to shovel some bacon into his mouth, but the angle at which he is holding the bacon is very questionable. And this is a family show, so I'm not going to elaborate anymore. But yeah, that's an awfully suggestive image. Mm-mm-mm. Very Cannibalistic tendencies coming from... And uh, also, yeah, Ferris. very cannibalistic. That would be Ferris. That's his name, right? Ferris and Fifi are the mascots. What if he's just like holding up his hands of like his family that died and he's like, I will avenge you instead of but trying he, to eat it. He looks really happy. He, like he looks. Also, is he even a pig? He's an iron Look at this, his pig. snout. Look at the snout. No, though. but I'm saying like, is he actually a pig or is he some kind of robot? Because he's made of iron. Well, Lou Gehrig was the iron horse, but. He was a human. He wasn't even. He wasn't even. He wasn't even close to being a centaur. Was a horse. Everyone knows that. So yeah, problematic. And don't Lehigh Valley. Don't try to tell us that it's ribbon candy. No, we are not here for that. No, no. That's it. Just it's just very problematic. Um, uh, Sticking in the world of Rockies minor leagues, Zach Veen, another two for five night. He's betting four fifty this year. In the Arizona Fall League, two more stolen bases. He has 13. I've put out a, an inquiry to find out what the Arizona Fall League record for stolen bases in a season is because Veen might be smashing it. We talked about this yesterday. A Rocky with, who can steal bases? Crazy, right? Again, this is the world that we're living in. No. <laughs> um, but we talked about it yesterday with Kenneth Weber, really good conversation uh, about you know Rockies baseball. Who could be in center field? Could it be Zach Veen? Maybe not to start the year, but maybe eventually. But maybe possibly most importantly, this idea that the last Rocky to uh, win the MVP award in the Arizona Fall League came up pretty quickly, made an impact really quickly. That was in 2012, and it was Nolan Arenado. Ooh. I'm beginning to think I'm getting a lot of those kind of vibes from Zach Veen, forcing the Rockies' hand. Uh, and maybe saying, I, I don't want to just, you know, I don't play third base. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not going to do that thing that Nolan did. I'm going to be a, a combination of Nolan Arenado and maybe Julio Rodriguez. Maybe he goes 25-25. Ooh. 
in a full rookie season. That full season most likely would come in in 2024. But I'm beginning to think. What if it doesn't? More and more that it, it could happen by midseason. He he's just been he's been phenomenal. He's only struck out twice in 48 plate appearances. That's bonkers. incredible. That is it is bonkers. That is the proper industry term. Maybe even more insane than that, Susie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the Phoenix area, you have two more days left to go see the Salt River Rafters at home in the Arizona Fall League, because the rest of their games, their final 12 games, are all on the road. They don't have a single home game. Now in Phoenix, you don't really have to travel that far, but still. <laughs> They have no home games for the rest of the season after Friday. That's so weird. Yes. It may. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say. But yeah, they don't say, have to go very far. I'm not, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say why. I don't, also don't know that anyone really even cares why there's a weird. There's a reason for it. I don't know the reason. You, you have to hit us up in the, in the members only discord and, uh, and, I, and I'll give you the lowdown on that. But yeah, 14 of their first 16 were at home. Hasn't really helped them out as they only have five wins so far this season. So Maybe a little road game strange. will be good. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it would be. Uh, fine, I want to I want to get to your game. I don't know if you heard this. Uh, this just came out of story. I think Patrick Saunders wrote it um, from the Denver Post. Uh, Major, League, Major League Baseball now has an official CBD supplier. Oh, yeah. This happened like last week. I've been trying to book okay. them on the show. Really? <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's Web. I've been trying to book Charlotte's Web. Why not? They're a Colorado company. Exactly. Yeah, That's they're cool. local to us. Of course. Why, where else would they be based? That's fantastic. <laughs> Where yeah. else would they be based? Why not? So there's like an official NFT company for MLB. I mean, what's what's left? Now that if you've got CBD, you've got like NFTs. I don't think there's there's anywhere else you can go in the the wild, wild world or rather the wild, wild west mm-hmm. of of partner branding. I mean, it would have to just be, you know, almost straight up marijuana. Yeah. That's definitely the last the official thing. meth provider mm-hmm. of the MLB. <laughs> Possibly, yes. Uh, <laughs> is that a ballot initiative? I'm, I haven't really looked yet to see what we can vote on here in Denver. <laughs> shrooms? I don't know if there's official legal shroom supplier of MLB. We could uh, we could possibly get there, but we have now gotten to the point in which uh, we need to have some fun. And, We're gonna and have you know some what? fun. Let's let's dish. Let's dish some dish. gossip. You got some goss? I got some gossip. Okay. Patrick, did you hear that Josh Naylor has actually adopted a baby since that final game of the ALDS? It seems too soon uh, to to get the paperwork in order for those things to have aligned. (laughs) Uh, I think maybe he will do that in the offseason and embrace it and maybe get a dog or a cat from a rescue shelter. But I'm a little skeptical of that. Is that true? I hope it is. It's not true, but the Yankees fans have adopted his... His taunting baby rocking, and also so have Astros fans. So pretty much everyone has taken it on. Well, you got Framber Valdez uh, going tonight. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the thing that he not Framber Valdez, uh, Luis Garcia. He does that little rocking motion in his windup. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be two people kind of taunting each other, doing the exact the same, same gestures. Thing. It's like that video uh, or that meme of two people and they're in like. Uh, I'm not sure where they're at. They're not in Soho, but somewhere it's, it's it's in Manhattan. And they're just giving each other the middle finger back and forth. You ever seen it? Like, oh, oh yeah. And then they turn around and they're just giving the middle <laughs> finger. It ended up being an, an act. So that's not a real thing that happened. But I feel like that's what it is. Oh, yeah, you want to rock me? Yo, I'm going to rock you. Oh, you want to rock me? And it'd just be annoying back and forth. And that's pretty perfect for Yankees and Astros fans. It is. It is. Um, even the Yankees players' wives all got it on it. They posted a picture. Or I guess it was a – it might have been a boomerang, but it was a – 
the back and forth rocking. One of them was holding a real baby. There you go. <laughs> was, a real baby? Okay. A real baby. Well, it was their baby. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a prop baby that they... <laughs> no, it was a real baby. Okay. It was a real baby. Like uh, but yeah, Houston fans were doing it last night too. Yeah, just the back okay. and forth. We're gonna we're in for some oh, tremendous yeah. content with this series for oh, sure. For sure. I'm down for that. I'm down. Did you hear Patrick? Big Dumper is going back to school in the off season. Ooh, Cal Raleigh going back to school. Is Cal Raleigh going back to school? The Dumper, man. The Big Dumper. What a great nickname. Yeah, here, uh, where would you rank that on, on a scale of 1 to 10? A baseball player, particularly a catcher, with who does a lot of squatting, a lot of tush exercises. Where do you rank the nickname Big Dumper? Uh, Russell Wilson's health. That's the ranking. You know how Russell Wilson has six bathrooms and two rooms? That's how, that's I, you would know more than me because you live next door. Because I've been to their house. He's your neighbor. Yeah. yeah. So six. Six. Uh, I was big, not expecting that. Big okay. dumpers right there with Russell Wilson. <laughs> let's 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 ride dumper. Uh, I hope that's true. Is it? Uh, is so kind of. I'll, I can show you because we're sitting so close to each other today. So Cal Raleigh surprised some kids at a school. <laughs> nice. There was a video of this class going viral celebrating his home run yeah. and he said that he was going to go visit them he made good on that so he answered questions he signed autographs he spent some time with them oh, so that teacher is the coolest yes thing. and now when i saw that some of the kids were big that were very excited but i'm like ah i bet you they were fifth graders they look like fifth graders to me but then again okay. i don't know any kids so well if you're in middle school <laughs> If you're, yeah, you can create more of an environment, obviously, in elementary school, because by the time you're in middle school, you're changing classes. Yeah. Um, unless you're like in a pod and you go with that. But I feel like when they're still in fifth grade, that's that's The classroom's why I, got a lot of personality. Yeah. That's why I feel like elementary school probably should go up to like sixth grade. Yeah. Or maybe even seventh, just so you can still keep that like childhood kind of vibe there mm -hmm. where you can still create that kind of community. And have fun where they can still be like kids and do that. Because then once you're in middle school, everyone's got hair on their top lip and it's just very scary. <laughs> or on your legs. Scary. Yes. I was I was once mocked for having blonde colored leg hair. And I, like, I was shamed. Like, ah, you don't have enough leg hair. Patrick, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Is this your villain origin story? No, it happened at the marathon last weekend. <laughs> but I'm just, I felt like it had middle school. No, yeah, that, that happened in middle school. Yeah, that. Oh, Patrick, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I'm over it, clearly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad to see that he went to school. That's, he went that's really to nice. school. Yeah, he went that's back cool. to school for just a day, but definitely a lifetime of memories for those kids. I love kids. that. I love that. Patrick, did you hear that the Padres have a secret miniature U Darvish in the bullpen ready to go in case of emergency? Ooh, okay. Well, we know that the Rockies kind of have this in their clubhouse. So I'm thinking... There might be some similarities. So is it a U Darvish bobblehead? No. Oh, okay. So that's where I was going because we know, you know, in the clubhouse, there's a, just a bunch of random, there's a, there's a cargo bobblehead and a Trevor Story bobblehead yeah. just lying around in spring training. Uh, there was like a Trevor Story uh, 27 belt that was like on display and it's just, they don't, they don't care. We don't need to like scrub all of those things. They're still in good standings with the players yeah. and stuff like that. We're all still so friends here. that 
makes the most sense. Now, now you've got my uh, interest peaked. Tell me about this. Okay, no. So the <laughs> there, he's not in the bullpen. He's in the stands. There's a fan who goes by Mini Vish. I can show you again because we are sitting so close to one another. There's a dude who kind of looks like you, Darvish, who shows up to Padres games wearing a full uniform, a jersey that says Mini Vish, and he's just he's at games. He's a a fan. It was a fan favorite of uh, those on Padres Twitter. I'm, but I've seen him in person too. I'm 90 percent sure he was at the All Star game. Last he might summer. have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it was either that or the Ichiro. Because the, the Ichiro guy, I feel like, was like the first one mm-hmm. where he dressed exactly like him. But I'm 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 ninety percent sure I saw that guy walking around, and yeah, that's a, that's a look. Yeah, well, if you're watching the coverage on FS1, there was a, a bump shot of him with other Padres fans. But he's yeah. hysterical. He's a whole vibe, and he's just like a very compact, smaller version of him. It's so funny, people who do things like that or are, are super fans where they take it to a certain level. Because in that moment and in the stands, there's a sense of normalcy to it, and it's cool. And then afterwards, maybe you go to a bar, some people buy you a couple of drinks, mm-hmm. and you're like on top of the world. And then you got to walk back to your car by yourself, <laughs> wearing that outfit, and you got to go... Oh, the, my moment's over, and it was really just like you know piggybacking off of someone else's success, and it's, it's, it's just weird, you know. What an interesting narrative you've built right there. Well, it's just I, I think uh, people you know want to be famous, in, in a sense, but yet they might not want to do the hard work because usually, in, in the past, fame usually was connected with a talent or an ability. There's a reason here, why yeah. you have a certain notoriety, mm-hmm. and now it's just. And let's skip that. I don't want to have to have to build up any kind of skill or any kind of personality or sense of humor or or anything and be mm. very good at something. I just immediately want that kind of fame. And so that yeah. can be hollow to to skip that step. But you it's know weird. what you know what Mini Vish has? He has a talent. He commits to the bit. Yeah, that <laughs> he is commits good. Commits to the bit. <laughs> that is very good. That is very good. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, if he goes somewhere else. I don't know. Is he from San Diego? Do we know? He's a, he must be a local because I've seen him at Padres games. I think he goes to a lot of them. So I, I'm under the impression that he is a local. So I'm very curious if he had ever at one point lived in L.A. or Chicago or Texas. Does he have to move every time Darvish oh my gosh. Gets, gets traded? That's a really good or question. Or signed as a free agent. He's got to move around. Now that's committing to the bit. That's committing to the bit. And that's also going to get you a restraining order from the U Darvish family, <laughs> I think. I very well think that uh, that could be the case. Susie show tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Five o'clock. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. But five o'clock, uh, as you can always expect, Monday through Thursday at eleven here on the DNVR Sports Channel uh, on YouTube. This is where you can see some of the the interesting new Marvels defenders of the diamond and and see these hunky uh, beefy boys. You know, would you would you go out on a date? <laughs> The, the the duck didn't even have uh, like webbed fingers. It was just a hand. It's too that creepy. That was kind of strange. It was a little too creepy. It's um, creeping me out. Tin caps though. Maybe. 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 He's got he's got bachelor vibe. He does, he's got yeah. Definite bachelor vibe mm-hmm. going on. Uh, but we've got the vibes over on Twitter <laughs> at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D Lines is where I'm at on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been great, but you know what they say about momentum? What do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So you can see Susie tomorrow at 5 p.m.